if you're going to be selling products to say a retail store, then think about your packaging. What kind of labeling are you going to need? Does it need a little box to go home in? All of those types of things are really important factors to consider in the presentation of your artwork. Start making money with your art today. Welcome to the Artist Appeals Podcast. My name's Erin Sparler, and I'm here to support you on your way to becoming a self-sustained full-time artist. Each week, my guests and I will share practical tips you can apply to start making money with your art. Ready to learn more? Be sure to check out theartistappeals.com forward slash go. Hey there. Welcome to the Artist Pills. I'm your host, Erin Sparler, and uh, I wanted to do a overview of the appeal system today and break down some of the steps in the seven steps of the appeal system. Um, I talk a lot about it in the podcast with the guests in the research that I do, and I did this way back in, I think, season two, season one or season two, I did a full breakdown of all seven steps, and I did an individual episode for each one, so you can check that out below in the links. But I want to do that again here in video, because that was all audio, and we've had a lot more episodes and a lot more interviews with guests since then. So anyways, come along for the little bit of a ride. So, okay, over here, we got the Artist Appeals book, right? And appeals is an acronym. It stands for seven steps. It's a way of organizing all this information that I've been accumulating and getting from all the artists of the podcast. They've been so generous in sharing their experiences. It's just been phenomenal. And I thank every one of them and every one of you guys for watching. Okay, so here are the seven steps of the appeal system. One, A stands for art. So the first step is making art. You want to make a collection of art. You want to have a body of work, right? You can't just have one piece. You have to have many pieces. And a collection is a bunch of pieces that go together. So oftentimes a collection is um, seven or more pieces that have the same color theme or color palette. They will have a similar theme or a similar style, right? They will have a similar concept. So they all kind of coordinate. They all go together. Now, this is key, not only for a gallery exhibit, but also for art licensing, which we're going to get to in step six, okay? So step one is making art. You want to work in collections. You want to have pieces of art that coordinate and go together. Even if you're licensing your work for the wall art and um, home decor vertical or interior design, you still want to work in like pairs. So when I work with my art agent, he always wants work in collections. And at a minimum, he wants pairs, two or four that kind of go together, right? So minimum collections tend to be about seven and then they go up from there. They can be pretty much endless in number. So art, make art, make lots of it, 
make it coordinated and go together, find your voice. Now, I just did a video last week about uh, finding your artistic voice. I would highly recommend it. Um, check out the kid's book, The Dot. We break it down and we talk about how that applies to finding your voice. So A for art. That's step one, making art, finding your voice, making a collection. Step two, P in the appeals stands for product, okay? Now, it goes product and then presentation. And the reason that I put product before presentation is because you want to think about what can I turn my art into, okay? So what can I make from my art? What would my art look good on? And you want to try and be a little bit more creative and go beyond the idea of just prints and postcards, right? Because not everybody has wall space, but a lot of people do buy sweatshirts and mugs. Mugs are very popular. Um, so what type of products would your art fit on? Okay, so a product is something that you can sell. You have to have something that you can sell in order to make money. And you have to tell people that it is for sale in order to sell it. So that kind of leads us right into presentation. So A for art, step one. P for product, step two. Step three, presentation. P for presentation. So how are you going to present your work? Are you going to go to a craft fair and set up a whole booth? Are you going to build a website? Are you going to use print-on-demand websites? P-O-D, or print-on-demand, are these wonderful new uh, accessible websites where everybody can basically take their artwork and turn it into a product, and there's dozens of them now. We have a full list um, available on the website on the Artist Appeals is one of our resources that goes along with the books. Um, that is updated so it's a spreadsheet so that we can keep it updated because these things are always changing but you want to think about how am i going to present my work is it going to be matted and framed if you're going the fine art gallery route then you want to go with white mats and black frames true story i actually had a piece accepted into a wonderful show up in new york city about uh, women and self-identity it was a great piece. It was very satirical. It was about selfies and I made it all in the iPhone and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, got it printed. It was kind of like a cartoon with captions and um, very, very kind of tongue in cheek, basically saying, hey, take a picture of yourself semi-nude, edit in Photoshop to make yourself look skinnier, take out the color, make it black and white to make it artistic. And then I had little captions pointing to each thing that I did to the piece of art, like a cartoon. And then the last step was, um, step like seven or eight was uh, uh, hashtag it and put it out on social media to make your friends and your ex-boyfriend jealous or something like that. So it was a very kind of humorous tongue-in-cheek commentary on selfies and the whole selfie culture and social media. So going along with that, I used a very ornate frame. Now it was still black, but it had um, uh, carved flowers and a little piece of embedded gold frame inside. Kind of Baroque looking. 
And I thought, oh, it's it's referencing classical frames and it's a little over the top, but it's not too over the top because it's still black and white mats. Do you know that sucker was rejected when it got there? The art piece itself had been accepted into this wonderful show. And then they called me and said, the frame's too distracting from the rest of the exhibit. We can't hang it. We went back and forth, back and forth. How was I going to get this thing reframed in New York City from a thousand miles away? Eventually, I sent them the digital file and we projected it. But it's just not the same. So watch your frames. Watch your presentation. Look at what the venue is and make the um, presentation match that venue. So if you're going to the galleries, you probably want a simple black frame, simple white mats, double matted is best, three inches on each side is very traditional. Okay, archival. So it doesn't make your artwork turn yellow with pH and all that stuff. Would you like to get everything all in one place? If you don't have hours and hours to listen to every single episode of the podcast, well, guess what? I've done it for you. We took the first two seasons of the podcast, had everything transcribed and pulled out the best tips, the best tricks, the best stories from the artists, as well as the step-by-step commission processes and put them in a gorgeously formatted book with over 200 color pictures and examples. So if you're visual, this is the book for you. The Artist Appeals is instantly available at howtomakemoneyasanartist.com. Plus, for a limited time, you get three free bonuses that go with that. You'll get not only the book, but you'll also get the one-page planner that brings it all together in one place, the Artist Appeals workbook that has over 80 pages of checklists and worksheets, plus you get the Artist Appeals online course, which has over 55 more different lessons, and I'm adding more every day. So you get the latest, greatest information and resources out there. You can get your copy of The Artist Appeals, How to Make Money as an Artist in Seven Steps, instantly by going to howtomakemoneyasanartist.com. All right, so think about where your artwork's going to be presented and presented in its best light. If you're going to be selling products, to say a retail store, then think about your packaging. What kind of labeling are you going to need? Does it need a little box to go home in? Um, All of those types of things are really important factors to consider in the presentation of your artwork. And one way you can get ideas for how to present your artwork is to look at other products that are similar to what you're making, okay? So you go to the store, go shopping, and check it out. See what else is out there and how it's being presented. Does it have its own light pointing at it? Does it have a box? Does it have this? Does it have that? Okay. We go into more detail in that in the Artist Appeals online course, which right now is available as a free bonus that goes with the book. So you get the book and three free bonuses. One of them is the course, which has got so much more information in it. Uh, You can check that out on the Artist Appeals, obviously. Okay. So Art, product, presentation, step four is E for educate. And what do I mean? Well, there's educating yourself. You're obviously doing that right now. Good work. (laughs) 
But then there's also educating your audience, basically writing about your work. How do you educate your audience as to the importance or the uniqueness of your work and why they should buy your work rather than somebody else's work, right? So E stands for educate. And essentially that section, we talk a lot about marketing. We talk about ways to educate. And one of the most common ways that many, many, many of the guests, I'd say like over 70% of the guests on the podcast all have books or workshops or classes. They all teach as part of their marketing plan, their marketing strategy. It does a number of different things. It creates raving fans. It creates connection between you and me. And it creates, um, it spreads the word. And a lot of times your students become your collectors. I've seen this at some of the big time workshops that I've gone to with really high-end artists. Um, I, for example, I went to John Paul Caponegro's workshop in Maine, fantastic workshop on digital printing, right? And he sells prints because he's got this amazing space and you're in this moment and you're in this experience and you've met him and you hear the story behind the artwork and yeah, you want one. It just creates that desire to um, connect and have that memory. Because that's what artwork is for a lot of people, is it's a visual representation of their memory, of their experience, of their vacation, or of a time in their life, right? So educating your audience and sharing the story of your work or linking your work to their story is really powerful. In marketing and sales, there's an old adage, story sells. And that's true. And it's true for art as well. All right. So A for art, P for product, P for presentation, E for educate, A for amplify, which means how do you get bigger? Well, we amplify with automation. What does that mean? Well, it means software. This is the section where we get all nerdy and talk about tech and apps and stuff like that. And I love it. I, I love the geeky stuff. I admit it. Um, I've become a real spreadsheet nerd lately. But that's neither here nor there. Amplifying just means that you want to systematize and make things easier so that you can focus on doing what you love which is creating work, creating artwork, creating illustrations, designs, photographing, stuff like that. So systems are as simple as writing down a step-by-step, step-by-step set of instructions. Doctors use them all the time so that they don't forget their instruments and tools in your body when they're doing surgery, right? So it can be as simple as writing down your process so that you can repeat it quickly and easily and not forget anything and not waste time. Another way to work faster and smarter is to have systems set up in your studio. Um, I organize my stuff very much. That's all mediums over there. And then these are all long brushes, all big brushes, all palette knives, all watercolor, uh, pens that disappear with paint or become permanent with paint small brushes and all cutting and mark making tools. So when I get a chance to create, I can create quickly 
and easily and um, clean up my mess right behind me in the sink, right? And I have systems. You got to make the most of your time. I don't know about you, but I have kids. And so that means I get small little chunks of time to work. So having systems, having organization will help you amplify and get bigger. So amplify with automation, with systems. All right, coming to step six, we've got art, product, presentation, educate, amplify, licensing and contract terms. These are important. I ask all my guests about their most important terminology that they can think of that they want to share with you guys. And then um, obviously in the book, I also have a whole chapter of licensing terms and contract terms that you should know. And I break them down and define them in plain English, just like a textbook. So, you know, here's the word um, exclusive in bold and then the definition um, and examples or uh, minimum royalties, guarantees, or those types of things. And then in the course, I actually have some sample contracts that you can look at. Anyways, I don't want to get too, too into that right here because that's legalese and we could spend an entire episode on um, the terminology in licensing contracts. But the idea of licensing is that you allow a company to use your artwork for a fee. It can either be a flat fee or it can be a royalty, which means that you get a percentage of the sale. So you want to make sure that you have contracts that define those things. And it's a great way to make an additional revenue stream, additional money. Licensing is kind of like the end goal where you want to get to with your collections. And that's why you want to make collections that are coordinated so that they can be used on a variety of products. I like to think about it as a teapot analogy. If you've ever drunk tea, I had a grandmother that was big into tea and I love drinking tea with her and, you know, we would get out the fancy teapot and then you would have your teacup and your tea saucer and you'd have the sugar bowl and you'd have the milk bowl. So step number seven, we've gone through the other six steps, art, product, presentation, educate, amplify, licensing and contract terms, and the last step, step seven, S is for success. Success is really important to define. Well, we all want success, right? That's what we're looking for. That's why you've gone down the internet rabbit hole that is YouTube, <laughs> I presume. Um, heck, everybody wants success. Everybody wants to feel successful. Well, how do you, how do you feel successful? That's really kind of the, the million dollar question, isn't it? Because if you don't define what success means for you, then you won't know when you hit it. And that means you won't necessarily stop and appreciate it. And that means you won't necessarily feel happy about it. We as artists, I think, tend to jump from project to project to project. We have so many wonderful creative ideas that we tend to just bounce from one to the next, maybe not even completing the project that you were working on before. But regardless, a lot of times we will um, start a project and if you finish it, we might not stop to appreciate or take the time to celebrate your success. 
So what I want to encourage you to do here in this last step, step seven, is to define what success means for you. What would make you feel successful? Now, that could be in terms of finances. It could be, you know, making $100,000 and being able to quit your job. That's fantastic. If that's your definition of success, rock on, dude. Go for it. Um, But success actually can be a lot more esoteric or less defined. I ask all the guests on the Artist Appeals how they define success, and very few of them define it financially. Most of them define success by things like, one of them said, um, not having to set an alarm clock, being able to get up whenever I want. Another guest, most recently, Ajel, she said, it's being able to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon if I want to. So really, a lot of the artists on the podcast define success as freedom, the freedom to do whatever they want, the freedom to pay their bills on their terms with their art, doing something they love. So what does success look like for you? Drop a comment in the box below and let me know, how do you define success? What is it that would make you happy? Write it down because that's the first step in setting a goal. Really? I know, we saved it for step seven. Although, in the course, I actually added a bonus step, a step zero, which is mindset training. So we do some goal setting in there. And so they tie together. Step zero, mindset, getting your head straight and really accepting the fact that you're going to be an artist, that you want to be an artist and owning it, right? And then step seven, they become a loop. They tie in together. The whole system ties in together. So define what success means for you. Thanks for watching. I'm Erin Sparler, your host. This has been another episode of The Artist Appeals, and this has been a summary and overview of the seven steps. You can dive more into the seven steps of the appeal system by checking out all the interviews with all the amazing guests, the previous seasons, there's lots of free content, lots of free episodes. Or if you want a summary of some of the best stories, some of the best tips, tricks, quotes, and lessons, as well as terminology um, defined in plain English for licensing terms, examples, so forth and so on, you can get all that in the book, The Artist Appeals. You can get your book at the podcast website, theartistappeals.com. Everything's right there. You can listen to the podcast. You can get the book or whatever you want. Let me know if you need any help. I invite you to join us at theartistappeals.com and I'll see you later. See you next time. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us in this week's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it. And be sure to follow us on your favorite platform so you never miss out on an episode. All right, I'll see you next week. Later.